This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Once again, I've got Eric on with me for a, a compiled clip show. Eric, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Todd. I'm glad that um, this is just the intro show, because I don't know if I can top whatever has been said in these clips from, uh, from understanding and remembering briefly some of these conversations that we had. It sounds to, you're going to come away from this episode knowing that I'm a complete weirdo, and you're right along there with me, Todd. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, if it's, you if you loved the Fourth of July parade episode, <laughs> you're gonna love this one. Yeah, well, and I think it just illustrates like the Fourth of July parade. We were both, you know, on board and actively just being wacky and and mm-hmm. talking some some craziness. These three clips are, are again all things that were discussed either before we started the actual show for the day or after we got done talking for the day. And these are just the kinds of weird conversations that you and I have on a daily basis that just aren't always, you know, part of the Toddcast. And now these are. So enjoy. Well, we got um, just uh, a look into the wilderness today. I have a bunny rabbit running across the field, and I have several. They would seem to be like, nah, I don't know if they're crows, but they look like miniature crows. So what what do you call those? Sparrows? They could be sparrows. But there's a lot of them now. They're looking for seeds, man, or worms. At this point, they're all pecking. There's like six, seven. All right, now they see me and they ran off. So that's the wilderness yeah. report today from Wheeling, West Virginia. Hope Very you nice. enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, all Our- I've got are a variety of ants in my backyard. There's 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 one giant bumblebee that seems to really like Ooh. our back deck, and really messes with Trudy. She gets yeah, real concerned me. and tries to go for it. We're like, nope, leave it, leave it. That is not your friend. That is not food. That is not yeah. going to end the way you think it will. And so far, we've been successful. Mm. in having her not do that but do you ever consider just murdering um, the bee no man bees you gotta get get the the colony collapse this and that and the other thing and also this is why like it's outside doing its thing i don't care Mm. no it's bothering your dog it's days it's bothering your dog but eh. that's 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 the problem that's fine you just let that let trudy get stung in the face and get the you know make sure you take those nice pictures of with the fat lip because (laughs) that well no no they don't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no no they no don't. from well uh, from my experience, experience i mean i i think by the season as the season goes you know one thing we can do on friday we can have a presentation for all dogs for the cookout <laughs> and we said god it'll be just a warning hey these are things that you don't want to get into this year jagger bushes beehives um skunks you will you know so as part of the graduation the cookout the, the kickoff of graduation or uh, cookout day or whatever we called it. We have a we have right. a PowerPoint presentation, the keynote for dogs. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I, like I just it. like to, I would just like to make the presentation. I don't know who would present Gruff McGruff from. Uh, you know. I just, I just like the concept of a keynote for dogs. I just think, yeah, that's, that's it. I just think that's funny. But just, just picture like all the dogs sitting down in a conference room. I, I just like attentively. Oh, yeah. even better, even better yet. Get the Sesame Street dogs, which, you know, the Sesame Street dogs, right? 
The Sesame Street di- dogs. Oh my god, we discussed this before. It's the type of dog from Sesame Street that that had the hands. It's a special. It's like a long-eared dog, long face. You know what? We, You've, you you talked about this. You sent me a YouTube thing, yes. and that was from Sesame Street after I'd stopped watching Sesame Street. Abby, I okay. think, had some memory of yes, it. Yes, Abby. But I was it, like, yeah. "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then you show. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, Either I don't way. remember this, but Listen, I get what you're talking that's about." That's the okay. dog. That's the dog dressed as Steve Jobs, and he does the presentation. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically that's basically the punchline of the joke. He comes out. You know, the dogs are all howling and applauding. Um, and that's he starts the keynote for dogs, and especially, and it's it's a worldwide event. And truthfully, I would I won't lie. I bet if we decided to have a conference, a keynote for dogs, it would sell out in a, in, in a moment's time. People would eat that up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You need to make that happen, Eric. We are now making a keynote for dogs, and figuring like out how to make this happen. Central location, maybe we will pick the Columbus area, uh, nice in the middle of the country. I think there are a lot of dog owners willing oh, yeah. to travel so perfect uh, we'll give Tr- we'll give trudy a free pass a vip pass she'll get nice. to meet the sesame street uh presenter dog presenter she would hate that probably just because she doesn't get a lot she does not get along with other dogs like that's the whole uh, thing like well it's it's not that she doesn't like she's just she's just real real anxiety based sure. with other dogs that, that's why abby takes her to the mall in the morning yeah. so they can go out and walk but there aren't a bunch of dogs to freak her out yeah no that's so, that that's maybe how maybe I'll... she maybe she can maybe she can attend via zoom or, or we can live stream it for her <laughs> we'll do a, a zoom link which she yeah. needs to know about the bees all right and skunks yeah that's the big thing skunks well, bees jagger bushes those are those are the big yeah yeah porcupines if, if 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 that is your you know if you're in that area uh wet fences you don't want to be touching wet fences um wet fences yeah just what? in case someone's painting a fence you know, you don't want to get all. You don't okay. Want to, okay. You, you, okay. <laughs> I was like, "What is this? What is I'm the thinking of wet fence that I've, all I've type, gone my whole life all, without knowing. It's all types of threats. <laughs> wet fence threats everywhere. <laughs> oh, well. I don't know, Todd. What what other problems do dogs have in the summertime? Hot pavement for sure. Yeah. You know. No. I we mean, can I make think... like a little song about you know hot pavement. I think I think the wet fence threat is is probably the biggest thing that they face, it's, and I can't believe well, I overlooked it for so long. <laughs> all these people that are painting fences and dogs just walking by, thinking, "Hey, let me let me touch this fence." They end up getting, you know, they look like they're they're striped at the end of it all, and we can't have that. Are you sure you're not confusing dogs and cats here? Uh no, I don't care about cats. That's the difference. Like I would never do a <laughs> keynote for cats. I hate you, cats. Yeah, so I'm not. A, I I don't care for cats. This is this is a well documented fact. Uh yes. Um, yeah. So that that would be the, that would be my stuff, you know. And then I'd also have some PSA warnings of like, hey, just don't get in the neighbor's garbage. It's not cool. Don't don't be that guy. You know, yeah. that that would be that would be a thing I would do. Uh, you know, obviously traffic. Don't chase, you know, bikers. Uh, you know, cyclists. That's not cool yeah. either. So there'd yeah. be a lot of things that like, hey, be a cool dog. Don't do we'll this. Breakout but, sessions. Yeah, like let's discuss. You know. At times that you really wanted to, do, you know, barking at neighbors and stuff like why should we not do that or like when is it appropriate right. to bark at neighbors is this a good guy trying to intrude your house, you know, or is this is this a delivery a, a folk. friend. Yeah, and so know. forth. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I mean, there, there's a yeah. lot of good that can come from the, the keynote and the breakout yeah. session. It's, uh, you know, 
I think this should happen. And if it doesn't, there should definitely be a parody video where I just pitch it and see how many people will call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. I mean, do you ever hear about my ugly yard signs.com? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. But now you must tell me. Well, it's not that elaborate. It's just it's just a marketing ploy where I was going to make a bunch of really god-awful, ugly yard signs. Like, just the worst color combinations, really bad graphics, and it was going to be UglyYardSigns.com, and it was just going to take you to a website that basically then says, hey, I got you to come to this website now. I'm a master marketer now. Wouldn't you want to hire me? Like, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> that's the whole concept. Oh, because, I mean, like, and you just put like in the ongoing series of Eric trolls the world. <laughs> well, I mean, just think about it. That would work from a marketing perspective, right? Uglyyardsigns.com, really gaudy, ugly. Soon you would get people to search for that, and then you and, and you know it's that whole thing like, hey, I got you to click or whatever. I got you to do this. Right. Um. The, the whole you know. the whole the whole bus bench thing, or like, hey, got you to look. Advertise here, sort of a situation. Yeah, except yeah, uglyyardsigns.com. Well, then I can make really cool ugly yard signs, really. That's the key. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like just an excuse for you to make ugly yard signs. All right. We're, as long as you have goals, Abby's, Eric, that's what's important. Abby's not near, is she? She's not near. Because oh, no, if she, she is. They're at the mall doing, doing their I was going to say. Because if she's near, and I, and I said, hey, Abby, as a graphic designer, how fun would it be just to make god-awful ugly signs just to get people's like, like – because we know, we know bad design. It would be a matter of making a bad design on purpose. It would be funny. I bet she oh, yeah. would be down for – doing stupid stuff that and that's my thought the other thing now you know so the other thing is to have commercials for the the, the dog keynote so these are all trolling <laughs> things is basically like have your dog call today you know like, <laughs> like just just make a 30 second commercial about the dog keynote talking about the things that we just said because i mean really maybe that's what i should do i should just spend an absorbent amount of money on advertising to make my own sketch comedy show via parody commercials <laughs> i like it <laughs> I, I want to make I this new commercial, guys. I got this idea. It's a dog keynote. And then I just never tell people that it's not real. I just, yeah, like, <laughs> we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And, <laughs> and then just air the commercials. Oh. We've got, we've got Weird Al. Why don't we have, you know, Goofy Eric? And I, I, think, I think the world needs it. I think, I think it'll work out well. All right. Well, that's, that's that. You know, yesterday I realized I was kind of mental when I had a longer conversation with Lauren that says, well, if somehow I was turned into an animal, I would want to be a duck. And then I would, and then I told her where the location would be. And I said, if you ever needed to find me. And then I, <laughs> she gives me this look. She's like, you put a lot of thought into this. And I said, well, you never know what could happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, dumb, 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 dumb. Um, you got a plan for those contingencies, Eric. What would well, happen you know, the set, if the I were if I had to get turned into an animal that had a choice as to what the animal was? That was you it. know, I, uh, like this is a question I've never I've never considered. Um, you, um, see, here's the thing: I've considered this multiple times, which makes me worry about myself a little bit. Oh, Be because I a lot of the times it comes down when I see an animal eating something, and I said, man, I would not want to eat like a, a raw worm, or uh, like yeah. I would not want to eat raw something or go through garbage. And so that's when yesterday I drove by a flock of ducks, and there was this real big one, uh, geese maybe, and he had a different bill, and I and I was just like, man, he's ruling, he's ruling the place. And then I thought to myself, you know, if you were going to be an animal and you did not, and if you still had the brain of a human, 
you know? Okay. Like, like you still wouldn't like animals don't care what they eat. They're that that's what used to. But if we're used to eating and cooking and stuff like that, if you were a duck, you would get bread and popcorn if you went to a populated area, right? Right. Right. So there you go. You don't have to worry about eating gross things or whatever. Because if you're a duck and you're near some places that you're eating, you just hang out and look cute or do whatever you want, and people will give you bread regardless of the signs. And that that's what my thought was. You know. Yeah. That's so. fair. It's a well thought out argument. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm running through my brain trying to think of what, what that would be. Um, I mean, you could be a raccoon. Listen, you could be a raccoon. See, I was, I was thinking raccoon because you still have some manual dexterity, and Uh yeah, you're eating trash, but you'd be able to kind of decide, okay, what, what do we want to go with here? Well, well, you could also, you, if you were smart, like this would be almost a, a, a rocket situation where like you could cook your own stuff if you have those fingers. Right. You know? I mean, if you had the human brain, you could you could sort that out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not sure exactly. You know, I didn't go that far because I'm assuming once you turn into a duck, I don't know if you would be able to control control your brain. You know, I guess it all mm. depends on what kind of witchcraft you're part of. Like, right. If you just turn into a duck and now you're just like a normal duck, I guess you could turn into any animal and it wouldn't matter. Right. You, you know, yeah, if, if like you fully became the animal with the, the instincts and everything, then you might as well just pick like, uh, I mean, it depends what you want to do. Like you could be a tortoise or a turtle and live thousands of years, you know? Yeah. But you're living thousands of years as a turtle. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know. I would probably, I mean, the first thing that came to my head was just like a tiger. Cause I think tigers are pretty sweet. You get yourself to a nice zoo. Um, now the problem is that they turned me into a tiger in wheeling. How the hell do I get to a zoo without being shot and killed? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'd have to, I, I could probably take some back roads and just find myself. Like it'd be the first time that an animal had just showed up at a zoo asking if they had any room and board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got any, got any spaces open here? Oh, yeah. so yeah. That's but, that, see, uh, but, but see, then they'd put you in with the other tigers. And don't you think the other tigers would catch on that you're a little off? Don't you think that would cause a problem? Or do you think you'd be able to go in there and, and, and rule the roost? You're like, look, oh, you, I don't know. You I ignorant think fuckers, tiger, we're going we're gonna to organize. Uh, no, I think a natural tiger, I'd get bullied big time. Because, like, it's, right. like I feel you know, survival I think the fittest jocks, situation yeah. kicks in. And they'd be like, what, they, what the fuck is up with this nerd? I don't know. Or, do you think I could fight better as a tiger with a human brain? Uh, see, they they've grown up knowing how to bounce and run around and use their claws and all that. Whereas you you'd be learning kind of on the job, and that that seems that seems dangerous. Yeah. What do you think? I'm trying to think. Like though, as a human, though, you could probably un, I don't know. You probably better tactics. Like they'd be more natural instincts, but I think I could probably figure something out. Like I'd be able to use like I'd probably use like um, objects and stuff. You know, like. Not necessarily get in the way what, of things. You know, so that's a possibility. You, what objects are you using as a tiger? In let, let's just let's just envision. It depends what they have. A typical zoo listen, enclosure. Listen. What what they, objects are you using? Do you think tigers use like rocks and and trees and stuff as barriers to like you like you ever see a tiger hide behind a tree? Yeah. See, no, like like if they're getting attacked, <laughs> you know. I suspect that they do. Like. Well, they have those stripes as camouflage. I'd like, have I, to see I, a tiger. I, I don't know. 
I'm not sure. Don't get me wrong. I think I'd get roughed up at first because I'd, I wouldn't be able to jump and do all that stuff without a little bit of practice. I'd have to train. But I think once I'm in there, I, th- I don't think my, my, my brain would help me become a better tiger than the tiger. And that may be, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of chalk that up to, you know, well, how the hell we arrogance sort of a situation. I mean, clearly, Eric, the only answer is for us to de- devise the technology or magic to make no, this it has happen to be magic. and test it your hypothesis. It has to be magic. The only other thing you could do is if you could do some type of weird brain transplant. So that would be the only science way. But I, I feel magic is probably more likely. Come across the witch or, or some type of spell that would allow you to, you know, do the parent trap method. Uh, that's it. <laughs> you must, you would have to get a tiger, tiger saying, I wish I were a human. And then I would have to say, I wish I were a tiger. And at that very moment, we switch place, which we should then be fine, except for all the other tigers would then be like, hmm, something's weird with this guy. What's he doing? And then I got to wonder what the fuck happens to me if the tiger. Well, that's the thing. Like, like, yeah, like you're you're hanging out, you're you're hanging out at your computer working on a website. Hmm, Boy, I wish I were a tiger. And then all of a sudden you, you are. And, you know, Miles comes in and you know, what do you like? Yeah, that that's not a good thing. Well, you need, you need to go get yourself a cabin somewhere before you go feral like that for the, the safety of your your family. Eric, I must insist on this. Well, I just I don't even know what a tiger. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I'd be a better tiger. A human in a tiger's brain is far better than a tiger in a human's brain. I yeah. almost feel like a tiger in a human's brain is would be pointless. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. There would be no benefit for that tiger because yeah. they're not going to be able to pick it up. Now, no. now, if you get a dolphin in a human's brain, that's a different story, I think. I think a dolphin could probably do some good stuff. Possibly. Dolphins are pretty smart from what I don't know. They're 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 no, they're they're real smart. So I think you'd be able to communicate right off the get go. You'd be like, all right, Eric's not talking anymore. He's wandering around. He might not even be able to get up. You know, or use his hands. But well, that's the slowly. thing. You're not used to the the means of locomotion. You like, and also, like you know, like when you say, "Boy, I wish I were a let's say let's say dolphin in this case," mm-hmm. you know, and the dolphin maybe you know, on the side of the 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 pool there at Sea World, getting some fish and like, and just have enough of a coherent thought to be like, "Boy, it'd be nice to be that guy up there who has all the fish already." And then the swap happens like you've got enough, you know, cognitive, you know, mental function and imagination to, you know, for us to have this conversation. You know what I mean? Like we can we can explore this. Sure. You know, I don't know that the adult I mean dolphins are smart. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know that they're smart enough to put out these sorts of, you know, hypothetical situations and kind of walk through them to sort of brace yourself. Like I kind of feel like any animal that was suddenly thrust into Eric Hersey's body would just immediately have a fucking meltdown and and like I think I think that would break them in a uh, way that is probably maybe. not recoverable. I mean I I think but what are they gonna do? You know they just I mean spaz out and have a heart attack and die. Like I think that, so like I guess yeah, well, it would be like, my think, it'd be my heart though. Like you how hard would you have to spaz out in a human brain to do that though? Oh I don't know. Think. Well, well, I mean, I guess it's not like just spontaneous, whatever, whatever. But like, you'd freak out. You're in this body you 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 don't know how to control. Like, I feel like you. I feel like there would be a hazard. 
Oh, I think there could be a hazard, but I'm just saying if, if the there was a dolphin there, sitting, if we had a in team, your secret lab in the basement, sure, sure, at your computer, and just suddenly came into being there, like it doesn't know where it is, what it's doing, how it's doing it, like it doesn't know how to move its legs and arms, like you just fall to the ground and twitch. Well, we definitely don't want to have it in water because it'll <laughs> die real quick because it'll try to try to go down and it won't be able to breathe, right? Right, right. So, but I thought if we had a couple caregivers that would then like sit there and then like. That's what you'd have to do. I mean, you know, if, you, if you had a if you had a support team, if yeah. if 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 Lauren was was like, oh shit, it finally happened. Eric got himself into a dolphin. Oh, come here, poor, poor dolphin. Let's get you, you know. But then that <laughs> but then that poor that poor dolphin is is trapped in your body. Let's face it, in some you know mental ward or hospital. Sure. Well, I mean, but then <sighs> but the thing is, since you can train dolphins in general, I think you could train them to be able to start functioning as a human being. That's kind of the key. I don't think you're going to be able to pull that off with, you're not going to, I don't think you're going to be able to pull that off with a tiger. That's my key is like a dolphin. I think slowly, but surely can work as a human being, maybe not be able to ever really figure out the full capacity of it, but they might be able to nod and say yes to certain things, you know, right. That's, that, that's kind of my, that's kind of my concept. And I'm not sure, you know, um, but Number one, we have to find the technology or the magic to make this happen, if that would happen. I would not necessarily volunteer for this either, just to let you know. No, On the record, no. this is just thoughts. Um, and once again, if it did accidentally happen and say a witch or somebody turned in, I still think the duck might be the case. And um, not, I just don't, you know, don't go around any hunting ranges or whatever. Go down to Florida, hang out at Epcot. There's a nice little area in the... Um, in the pool area where there's always people eating popcorn. So you're going to be fed all the freaking time and you really don't have to worry about anybody messing with you and you get the nice ambiance. So that was, that was the key. This is, this is all just an elaborate ploy for you to live at Disney. It, it, it now occurs to me. <laughs> oh no, no. I mean, no, that's, I mean, to turn into a duck. I mean, I guess, I mean, <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to do any of the rides. That's the thing. Like I don't know. I don't think there's any perfect animal for Disney, but I think a duck would be the best. I, I and I don't just I don't know. I think birds would have too hard of a time to find food, you know. And I'm not sure how the ducks eat, eat the popcorn, but I know they eat it because I've seen it before. So I'm right. assuming that you could probably live off popcorn. But once again, I didn't. I don't know. Not too sure. Huh. so that's the hypotheticals of the the morning. Do you have any other hypotheticals? No. No, okay. I think I think I think you've got us covered <laughs> this morning. Now here's here's a conversation I just want to have with you that's not going to take long, but knowing us, it'll probably take long. I really don't know how this even came into my bra brain this morning. If it okay. was a dream or if it was an article I read. Um, all right, so in Roger Rabbit, you've seen Roger Rabbit? I have. It's been a minute since I've seen it, but I have seen it. All right. Who the hell? A couple of times, I believe. All right. Yeah. Well, as long as you understand the concept, you'll be able to understand this question. Who okay. in the hell? How are they created? How are how is Roger Rabbit created? Because he's a tune and tunes right. are created by animators. Right. So did they draw a life sized Roger Rabbit? And like, what is stopping people from just like what is stopping the doodles? All of the doodles. People create kids and stuff just becoming these crazy cartoons. Wow. You just went super into some some depth there, Eric. Yeah, I know. It's it's a fascinating it's, question because there's no well, real answer to this. So the well, so 
it's tricky and it's not in 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 tr true cartoon fashion there's no internal consistency to it because one could say oh well they're just you know cartoons that came to life you know what i mean which is which is reinforced in the thing by like these cartoons have lives outside of the cartoon they're in like the baby yeah. plays the baby but then you know he's like got an agent and is smoking a cigar so so you get the impression that like okay the cartoons weren't just drawn by somebody they're their own entity and they all get jobs as in cartoons sort of a thing but by that same token you're like okay well when people but there are other places where they show things being animated and that there are animators and like there's the film and whatnot like it kind of goes back and forth so it's kind well, of hard to say I, well like, I, you're I right know, like you would I don't think know if you see if, anybody drawing there was them. i don't know if you see anybody physically drawing them which means they could be created like any other humans but then it th then it comes to the point where they would should age right because if you were if you were created if you're like a human you will age and i'm not sure if that i mean i you know i've never really thought of like baby herman for instance is a baby right right but yeah, he's an adult always right. yeah and and so and the old grandma from like the tweety bird cartoons she's a grandma so did she age like do we see these characters grow up and or like on weird shows where they have like the baby scooby-doo like is baby scooby and real scooby different characters or right. are they the same or is it different timelines and <laughs> these are the questions that don't have don't necessarily have the answer so i almost believe that they are all drawn and maybe they have to have some there's some type of magical formula that turns a drawing into yeah know, there's got to be there's got to be some sort of something so that your random doodles that you're doing in math class don't spring to life and become horrific whatever's of their own like i don't know maybe i don't know what that is well all right here here's the scenario all right so what you do is they draw them for real and they do a real animation in like real life but once the moment they actually do the frames and they put that in motion picture format that is when they come through the portal basically once they're in an actual animated they have enough frames to actually create the movement you know so once if you just draw once you, one single picture like the mona lisa would not be an animated because she's only uh, one yeah. single frame but if right. you decided to animate her for x amount or whatever and you transfer her to the cells and everything like that then now she becomes animated and then she basically shows up in toontown through once portal. You, once you're in an official disney or warner brothers or or whatever, whatever. property yeah. once once you've been animated to the point to where people can can sue you for copyright and trademark sure that's when you're born <laughs> yeah and then you show up and you show up at that age and you don't age or anything so you would so there would be different iterations so if bugs bunny is a is a baby in one cartoon and bugs bunny is a real person that is basically just are two um, different things there are two different things yeah, that's 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 how I would equate this. Well, um, and I will and I'll say adjacent to this, I have always held that the Muppet babies exist in a different canonical universe than the actual Muppets. Oh, I agree. That, that I mean, that makes sense to me that, I, you know, and that the thing is, the Muppet babies are also animated. Um, so, yeah, the Muppets would actually be living amongst the, the normals. In, right. in a Toontown scenario where the Muppet babies would be in Toontown. And, right. and I guess I don't I guess a Muppet would be like a, a 3D version of a cartoon because um, I don't think they age either.
you know, so no. they are, they are, but theirs is really simple. Their creation is they are created by someone in the moment that they are then brought to life there. That's, that's how that works. Um, right. Yeah. This is fascinating stuff that I just figured I'd get your opinion on. I'm glad we got to walk through that. Yeah. Um, so that's legit. Feel, that's, that's, feel free that's to a cut that. Question. that feel free to cut that out and throw that in a the, bonus. If the, if the car hissing isn't too bad, this will make it. No, I don't hear Welcome back, everyone. I'm glad that you got to uh, witness uh, myself and Todd in our natural habitat talking about things that are this is common conversation uh, when we get together and or in the morning sometimes before we actually hit the proverbial record button. Yes, um, I've thought about being a duck multiple times since this conversation, um, and I have wondered uh, exactly when are the cartoons born. Uh, several times after this conversation. So we haven't really solved any of the world's problems, but we did discuss them. And now you get to think of these same issues. Um, and you can always write to us and let us know what your thoughts are. You know, that's the beauty of all this. Yeah. If you have a particular animal that you are keen to being brain swapped with, drop us a line. <laughs> and we, I'm, I, am, I am more than happy to, to announce those, you know, either anonymously or to give you credit. If you want the world to know, that you secretly wish you could Freaky Friday with, I don't know, platypus, a chimpanzee platypus, or platypus. Yes. Ooh, platypus. That's a, that's a good yeah. choice. You, yeah. you, you cr check off a lot of boxes by switching into a platypus. Sure. I feel like this is dangerously going to get us into a whole different side conversation. Yep. And we're trying to wrap this up. So nope. thanks for enough today for, for the crazy times. Thank you listeners. Hope you enjoyed it until next time. I hope y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast.